Greg and Mare. They're so funny. And I can listen with my kids in the car. Good, clean, fun to start your day. 94.9 is awesome. We are hoping for some rain today, maybe cool things down a little bit. You think it's going to happen? It's already gotten hot. I mean, I started getting the lightning notifications yesterday, which they did happen in Wilcox and stuff. But I kind of thought, oh, is that going to come over that mountain? I know. Come over that mountain, please. We were kind of watching those clouds build mm-hmm. last night, too, and thought, oh, now is something yeah. coming? Because yeah. it wasn't really supposed to happen. Something brewing. You know, all the Halloween stores are open right now. The witches are ch 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 Let's do a little in Wilcox. A little uh, in the OV. Sure. No. Maybe send Brew a little to Green Valley. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Um. Yeah, felt felt like a witch's cauldron around there. And by the way, the moonlight has been incredible the last couple of nights. I, well, that's why everyone's all funky. And I I've know. seen so many car accidents every day. My my girl, even yesterday, what's with all the car accidents? I'm like, it's this full moon, yeah, and that energy is just. <laughs> 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 my kid's gonna be all there's, kinds of crazy when she there, gets older. <laughs> I don't know what I, I don't know what to think about the full moon, but weird things do happen. Yes, when yes. it comes around, it really does. People uh-huh. get angry. They like have weird drama oh, in their lives. My husband is like he. You could tell he's an animal who just reacts to the moon and the energy, like ooh, like just unaware. Married a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. I saw. Last two days, I've been driving to work, and I've yeah. had to stop at the green light because police have been flying through the intersection See? of Grant and Alvernon. I told you. Like, I, you I didn't say you was wrong. Are we in another Mercury retrograde? Oh, please. I don't need any more of those. Uh, Heidi Klum and a little bit of uh, hot water with a lot of people, uh, especially Italians, after she revealed her (laughs) spaghetti recipe to Jimmy Fallon on The Late Show or The Tonight Show the other night. We fry spaghetti in Germany. Like, this is something my mom always used to do. And I just thought maybe it's because it's a leftover thing. You put it in the frying pan. We put an egg over everything, every leftover. Just throw an egg in it. It'll be great again. Then you mix it up again. And then you put ketchup on it. And then you put ketchup on it. Those were the words that sent people reeling. I can't believe I'm going to even say this, but it almost sounds like a casserole. It kind of does. Do I mean? Yeah. Like, because in casseroles, you take noodles and eggs. And, sure. You know, you bake them, and then they get crispy. It almost sounds delicious, except for the ketchup. Except for the ketchup. <laughs> the hydrogenated oils or whatever's in that stuff, oh. the fake sugars. It's so bad for you. <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah. And there's just so many things that, ke- you know, ketchup's fine. Uh, this is not an anti-ketchup rant. It's just an anti-what-people-put-ketchup-on rant. They shouldn't be doing stuff like that. Like putting it on eggs. I've never understood that. That is That looks disgusting. so gross to me. Like, I'm, I don't want to, like, put you down if you're driving, but I always feel like it was, like, the trashy dude I was dating who was putting it on his eggs. Uh-oh. You know what I mean? <laughs> you say the trashy dude like there was only one that you dated. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So uh, that's what we're talking about a little bit right here. I mean, I know people sometimes put them on like mashed potatoes. Mm. Why would you put ketchup on mashed potatoes? I mean, if you're a little kid, you put mashed potatoes on your cereal. I mean, not mashed potatoes. You put ketchup, ketchup. on your cereal. Well, that's true. Because you love all that fake sugar. Kids are licking their fingers with the ketchup. and it. I mean, I, I it makes me sick. What's the one thing uh, above all others that people should not be putting ketchup on, Lee? Definitely steak. It should lower your credit score. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know, Greg. You, do you put it on steak? No, oh. gosh, no. Absolutely. <laughs> Lee, a woman after my own heart. Uh-huh. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs>
You're really, welcome. Yeah, it does say something about your IQ when you put uh, ketchup on steak. I'm sorry. Uh, I don't say that. So if you have a complaint email, you send it to Greg. I think a lot of people do that. But it does look kind of gross, too. I'm just not a fan of ketchup. I think it's just because some people just haven't had a good, uh, well-prepared steak. You know, like if you yeah, had my, yeah. my wife used to like her steak like extra well done. Oh yes, when we yum, first met, yum, yum, and yum, she's yum. like, sometimes I'll put ketchup on. I said, no, no, oh, oh no, let me help you. Because I'm a fancy pansy. <laughs> <laughs> fancy pansy. Oh man. If you want to put ketchup on meat, have a hamburger. That's uh, listen, awesome. Even you, French you fries. I'd rather have like the melted cheese. You know, like the cheese oh, fries. No. Yeah. Well, that's good too. But yeah, you can not put the ketchup. Ketchup on fries. Oh, no, honey delicious. mustard. Yeah. Oh my god. Like you know, Chick Fil A. Take the waffle fry, but I don't want that ketchup. Stop on Stop talking about the French fries now. <laughs> Get me all hungry. Mayor's been love bombed. Love bombing. It's a term that they're using now, and I'm thinking, this has been around for ages and ages and ages. So this isn't a current thing for you, right? No, no. This is a past relationship, or uh, or twelve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's when they come on so strong and they get you presents or trips or they're so thoughtful and you think you have this connection that no one else in the world could ever understand. It's like overwhelming. Yes. And then a couple of months in, nothing. They just like ignore everything, you know? And So they don't ghost you. They're still they're connected still to you. Yeah, you're still with them. But, but it's like zero anything. Yeah. And uh, shut it off. And then people sit there and they try to get that back because they felt it already. So they're like, I know it's there. I know it's there. We had it. You know, so people spend the next amount of time just trying to figure it out. The person who was getting love bombed, uh, you mean? Yes. Like stays much longer Gross. than they probably should have thinking, yeah. Yeah. I must have done something wrong. I'll, I'll try and earn that back. Never. And it never works out. I mean, in my 20s, okay, but now never will I do that. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, relationship experts say the people who are most susceptible to this are empaths, mm -hmm, which I sure. think you totally are. Yeah. yeah. I mean. I know. I wish I wasn't. Uh, people pleasers. Yes. Which I totally am. You, which you are. Yes. Uh, and people who have grown up in narcissistic households. I don't think I have. No, that. I don't think so either. Yeah. But you can yeah. see where the different breakdowns would yeah. be, right? Where yeah. you're, you're trying to help that other person along. Sometimes yeah. love bombing also includes somebody who will come on real strong and give you a big sob story and you feel so bad for them. You're going to be the savior. You're going to save them. And they yeah. tell you that, oh my gosh, nobody's understood me like you yes, did. Yes, you were it. <laughs> hey, when it goes up so fast and it's so exciting, it's going to crash even so harder. Intense. I guarantee you. Yeah. Yeah. Did that, I mean, is that the type of situation you found yourself in, Candace? I have. Actually, one of my very first serious relationships, I met a guy online and he moved across the country for me because he said he just fell in love with me wow. from the time he started talking to me. Then he started buying me all sorts of stuff and asked me to move in with him. And it was kind of a weird situation. And then all of a sudden he changed and he became like a real controlling A. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was bad. And the thing is, I, I stuck with it for a few reasons until he actually tried to harm a friend of mine oh my gosh and, are you serious yeah it was bad it was a really bad like it was it was not only love bombing but he was like a manipulative controlling yeah. narcissist yeah oh yeah i mean that's usually and, like a love bomber is yes, right I hate to yeah. Say it. yeah yeah, yeah. They, so, hook, they hook you and then they know they have control of you yes 
Ding, um, ding, hit worst... that bell. Yeah. Calm down. Calm oh, sorry. Down. The, worst, <laughs> the worst part of it is that my next relationship, I was the love bomber. Yeah. Oh, no. And I think it was because I, ne- I needed that control back. So when I found this guy who was just completely enamored by me, I was like, okay. And I, I don't think I even thought of it. Like, it wasn't really conscious. Until later when I realized, man, I am really, like, not treating him the way yeah. I should be. Yeah. Because he's a really good dude. And so I broke it off yeah. myself. I said, hey, I'm sorry. Like, I, I'm i not where you are, and I don't think it's fair to you to stay in it. But Thank you for sharing that with us. That's fascinating. Are you, are you in a healthier situation now? I mean, I think so. I'm married with a kid, and he seems pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Yeah. I mean... We started, we actually started our relationship off because we were both, you know, in our 30s and we were, this is what I expect out of a relationship if you can't do it. Yeah. Dating. Like, yeah. But yeah, it, it's good now. Okay. Well, that's good. Really glad to hear that about you. I mean. And thanks for sharing that, by the I way. I think that does happen. You get to that point in your life. You're like, this happened, this, this, this. Deal or don't. See ya. <laughs> Next. Well, I think, yeah. Uh, yeah, because you don't want to spend a, yeah. a year or two with somebody and then things yeah. kind of trickle out. Yes. And you're like, well, I wouldn't have wasted this time with yeah. you if I'd known that. I don't want yeah. you to waste time with me. I did that with my husband. Do you think he did that back? No. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you don't want to know some things, okay? Uh, don't ask he questions. Said. He said just you don't want to. you don't to. want answers Oh, to. my gosh. The torture. <laughs> you're so right. Professor Curtis. Ooh. Professor Curtis. Oh, no. Don't worry. Oh, I, I'm not no. correcting you on any of your grammar this morning. Well, on the radio. But off the radio, it's like constant. Oh, silently judging you this morning. <laughs> no, you know what? This will either be uh, a fun thing and you'll be like, oh, I never knew that. That'll be great. Or you're going to think, this is the most boring segment of radio I've ever heard in my okay, life. Let me hear. I'm not sure which one. Okay. So I often am perplexed and interested in like where weird sayings came from. You know, like the yeah. saying... You woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Well, where did that come yeah, from? Yeah, weren't we just talking about what one yesterday? Oh, we were just talking about one yesterday, I think, but I can't say it on the radio. <laughs> oh. Do you remember this? No, I don't. We were like walking out. I'm like, where do you think that came from? Oh. I can't say it. It has to do with a wall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, now I remember. Uh-huh. Okay, okay. I'll have to research that okay, when we get back it. to you. research it. Thank you. <laughs> but I, I thought about that waking up on the wrong side of the bed thing. Yeah. I, we, we all know what it means. It's like you woke up grumpy. Yeah, you're not, yeah. You're not having a good day. Yeah. But where did it come from? Well, it's thought to come from ancient Rome because Romans were very superstitious and they were very careful always to get up on the what they considered the correct side of the bed to ensure that good luck would follow them throughout the day. It's probably like a feng shui type thing. You know what I mean? When you were a kid, did you ever have to put on one shoe before the other all the time? Like socks. I couldn't step on the lines. I was all types all of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. That sounds a lot to me like what? The, the ancient Romans yeah. thought waking up, if yeah. you get up on the oh. right side of the bed, you're going to be fine all day long. I mean, long. my softball socks, if we won, I wouldn't wash them. There I mean, go. that's nasty. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Weird superstitions yeah. like that. Do you want one more? Or is that yeah, a, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Plenty. Okay. So you hear people say, oh, well, by and large, such and such and so and so. And you go like, by and large. I mean, I've said it plenty of times too, but what does that mean? Right? This one's a little deeper. So see if... Okay. I hope I don't lose you in, in the explanation. I don't know if I ever said that expression. But you've heard people I, yeah, say it. Yeah, right? yeah. Like my mom and dad or my grandparents or something. Yeah. 
<laughs> but like to, to mean like, well, for the most part, yes, right? by yeah. and large, yes. blah, blah, blah. You know, I've heard you say it. Yes. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. And I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah. It's just one of those things we say. Well, it, it goes back to like the old sailing days of the 16th century. Oh. By and large. I see. I knew you were reincarnated. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> So the word large back in those days was used to mean that a ship was sailing with the wind at its back, right? The sails are full of wind. You got a nice push from behind. That's sailing large. Meanwhile, the much less desirable by meant that you were sailing into the wind. You were like, Pfft. yeah. So for for sailors, by and large, referred to having to go back and forth in the seas in any and all directions. Um. So I don't know how it became this saying that we use today to basically mean, well, all things considered, you know, for the most part, by and large, blah, blah, blah. Kind of like everything is all said. Yeah. We all need to nix that one out of the We don't need it. Yeah, we don't need it. it. I'm going to probably keep using it just because it's in there. (laughs) Oh, no. Like you don't even mean to. These things just come out of you. Yeah, yeah. Especially now that you're aware of it. You can't stop it. Exactly. Yes. Professor Curtis. I don't know if we'll ever do this again or not. <laughs> but if you have Curtis. one of those old phrases that you're like, what does that even mean? Where did that come from? Uh, you can always send me a note. I'll look it up for you. I'll send you a note back. I have one. I'll tell you off the air. <laughs> <laughs> I'll look that one up for you, too. Okay, okay. thank you. <laughs> Greg and Mare at MixFM.com is how you reach us. Well, this ought to be a fun topic. <laughs> <laughs> and, and maybe you've already commented with us on the Mix FM Facebook page. On a first date, they tell you what their favorite TV show is, and you're like, uh-oh, I, I might have to leave this date. Immediately. This this might not be my person. Nope. <laughs> What's the show? So many to choose from. <laughs> I'm trying to think of any blow-up shows. Or what? Uh, my husband had. Remember that Brett Michaels show on MTV? Something. He had love. like yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, the mind-numbing hours of TV he would watch. Oof. I mean, just trashy content all around. Yeah. Oh, yeah. some of those reality yeah. shows. Yeah, so somebody tells me that, I'm like, uh-huh. peace out. Yeah. See you later. I was thinking of, like, the nanny. <laughs> I just... Which one? Like, Fran Drescher? Oh, yeah, I can't stand That's that laugh. That's a great show. Uh, no. That is, like, one of the absolute best shows in the well, world. Well, if we were on a date 20 years ago and you said <laughs> the nanny, I'd be like, uh, uh, We just wouldn't work out, it's huh? It's been nice meeting you. Uh, I love that show. <laughs> it's so funny. And the tension between her and what's his the name? The British guy? Oh, I love him. He's so cute. Oh, you're all about that. Oh, yes. How about you? 520-775-0949 on a first date. <laughs> And they tell you what their favorite TV show is. You immediately are like, I have to leave this date. Yeah, you're done. <laughs> this is not going to work out. What's that show? What's the show that tipped you off? I'm a sucker for you. Until you told me what your favorite TV show was. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know about that. Yeah, I can't live with that for the rest of my life. <laughs> 94.9 Mix FM with Greg and Mare. And commercial free. Don't you want your workday started off just right? It happens at 8.30 this morning. Right now on the Mix FM Facebook page on a first date and they tell you what their favorite TV show is, <laughs> you immediately leave the date. Uh, Angela said Dr. Pimple Popper. <laughs> <laughs> that might be my favorite I mean, one. Yeah. That's kind of an interesting show. Yeah. Uh, uh, the View, I used to love it. Yeah. I can't. It's can't a lot it. of like 
people not having... Well, it's not a fun show. It's not fun. Listen, it's, it's like listing any other news show now because that's all they yeah. talk about is news events. Yeah, no, no, I, I don't thank you. Watch Mama that. needs fun and good vibes, that's okay? Right. <laughs> What's the show that if you were on a first date and they told you it was their favorite, you'd immediately want to leave? Anything anime related. Oh, anime uh, is <laughs> a game stopper for you, huh? For sure. That's funny. It's so funny because it's such like a hot thing right now, right? Yeah. All the kids are watching yeah. it. I mean, I was like walking by some like preteens when I was picking up my my little boy at preschool, and they're watching it. Oh yeah, at their aftercare. I no, was like nonstop, nonstop. Yeah, but if you're not a preteen, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much. Seven seven five zero nine four nine. Let's go to Kelly. What's that show for you? Probably The Walking Dead. Yes! Only because I got so sick and tired of hearing about that show when it was on. I've never seen it, and I really don't like zombie stuff. The only zombie thing that I've ever seen that I thought was absolutely hilarious was that movie um, Zombieland, because Woody Harrelson and... Uh, I can't think of his name. The Ghostbuster. Um, oh, Bill Murray. Yeah. That I heard about that show ad nauseum when it was like you know in its yeah. heyday, in yeah. its height yeah. of popularity, yeah. and I'm I'm so sick and tired of hearing about it. So uh, yeah, it, that would probably be my my, my deal breaker. <laughs> what about Full House? Oh, I love that show. <laughs> I see. That's not a deal breaker. Uh, Phyllis said Naked and Afraid, and I don't know if you've seen the new Naked and Afraid and Dating. <laughs> Are you serious? It's really, I mean, I kind of like Naked and Afraid because it's like mind blowing to me. But then you add in the dating element, it's just weird, That's you gross. know. Uh, Paul said the Kardashians. Oh yeah. <laughs> SpongeBob, Jersey Shore. What are you talking about? That's a great one. No, it's- that's a good choice, right? There. I put hoarders because it makes me what? anxious to oh. watch hoarders. Oh, you know what? That and like my 600 pound life yeah, or whatever. Like, like, those, those shows are hard to watch for me, too. So I yeah. have to not watch it because I don't want that energy in my life. So that's why I can't watch it. On a first date, they tell you what their favorite show is. You immediately want to leave. What is it? You can still comment now on the Mix FM Facebook page. You gotta be right now. Right now. I need you right has got a big family. She's got chaos in her life, but she's keeping it positive. Oh, yes. Even with four-year-old twins, huh? Yeah, and we actually just moved to Tucson two years ago, and besides the weather, we completely fell in love with it. This city is so amazing. Everybody is so kind. And like you said, positivity, so much positivity all over the place here. It is a really awesome place to be right now. Where from back east did you move? <laughs> um, I actually moved, I moved from San Diego, California. Oh, oh. you're kidding. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. You oh. think that you would, they would be calling that the awesome place because of the weather, but it's just so crowded over there. It's so wow. crowded and so expensive. When we got here, we were just so amazed with how slow and calm everybody is everybody's yeah. on a different on a different yeah. mode over here for sure and it's so much nicer it just it sure space is for, for kindness it leaves space for kindness and calm which is so what we needed with four-year-old twins right it sure is oh, man yeah i mean i think that like when you live in tucson you're from tucson you don't recognize you're so right all the amazingness like i'll go right. home everyone's angry all the time and in a bad mood and bad energy i'm like and, and bad weather yeah I mean, what? Yeah, when Mary goes oh. home, she goes to Chicago. 
So, oh gosh. Yeah. Oh yeah. And don't get me wrong. Yeah, like in the summer with like the buzz of the city, it's wonderful. It's a great town. Yeah. yeah. But it oh, has yeah. all of that stuff oh, that you talked amazing. about being, you know, yeah. angry and not being given the and, finger yeah. and just <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And I did we did honestly my husband and I didn't realize that it was different in other places. We thought people were just angsty all the time and we didn't realize till we moved here there's just too many people to have everybody have that space for calm and, and kindness. It's just, I feel bad because I was born and raised in Southern California and I love it, but it really is just a whole other level of kindness here that we just are in love with. Well, if I had to sit in that Southern California traffic every day, I'd be angsty and irritable <laughs> too. I'm not kidding. So. <laughs> Everybody says that the traffic isn't what kills me because that gives you a space from the kids, you know, it's your time to think. And then well, you got two hours on the expressway, yeah. yeah. It's the grocery store and Christmas time and just trying to yeah, just trying to get in and out of a store or a parking lot is terrible. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> but yeah, well, we're so glad we you're here. Too. Now, here's the thing: we're going to ask you though. You got to do us a favor. Don't tell anybody who doesn't live here already about yeah. all the goodness. Because my house is. I wanted to do, like I was going to upgrade my house, and now instead of paying an extra two hundred, it's yeah. like an extra twelve hundred thousand dollars. I feel bad. I do. I won't tell anybody else. <laughs> yeah, she's already told everybody. I mean, I can't even move if I wanted in this moment. It's like there's no houses available. It really is true. And, and they're like not updated. I know. And they're like. Two million dollars. You got to spend way more than you wanted, and then you still got to cut the place. And the rent for people is insane. No, How are they yeah. going to live? Yeah. If you can even find a place yeah. to rent, it's crazy right now. Daily intentions with Greg and Mayor. I know you hate when I do two, but I'm going to do two of them. <laughs> I know. Okay, when you start seeing your worth, it's harder to stay around people who don't. That is so true. Takes a long time to get there, doesn't it? It sure does. Like 25, 30 years, like in your career. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it sure does. But you start seeing your worth and then you see the people who don't see it. And you're like, no, peace out. I don't need go. you. Yeah, yeah. Go. But this is the other part that I thought was really good. It's good. It says, I've always been the opposite of paranoid. I operate as if everyone is part of a plot to enhance my well-being. <laughs> and I actually think that's kind of a good little strategy. So you don't get, like, all reactive to everybody. Uh-huh. Like, oh, man, well, they're just part of my well-being in the future. I, I do like that. <laughs> it's turning that around, right? Because yeah. otherwise you could get, especially with the people who don't take you seriously, the, who don't see your value, yes, who yes. don't respect your thoughts and yes. the things you bring to the table. Yeah. And instead of thinking they're out to get me, yeah. thinking, oh, they're out to improve my future. Yeah, they have no idea. Right. now I'm going to leave this place and find a better place. That's right. <laughs> they're making me sure they're part of the conspiracy. Yes. To make yeah. me awesome. I just kind of like that thought. That's I a never good really mindset. thought of it that way, oh, but, and you're right, Greg, mindset is everything. It really we, is. we all have the same 24 hours in the day. You know, are you always exhausted? You're so busy, so much busier than everyone else. You know, everyone's busy. How are you going to utilize that time? You know? Because some people just seem to have it down, don't they? I know. They, they get everything that. done. I know. They're list makers. They're they're the people that show up on time. <laughs> <laughs> Someday we hope to grow up to I be know. like them. Yeah. We, we want to adult like that. <laughs> Someday. It's good to have goals. All right. That's a daily intention to start your morning. Here we go. Our pop Q&A on 94.9 Mix FM. Three questions. And you're ready? I am so ready. I thought you would be. Uh Uh-huh. First question number one. Ben Affleck was seen 
out and about looking at jewelry and asking questions about diamonds, suggesting he might be thinking about picking up a new engagement ring for Ms. J-Lo, who ironically already has one from him. Yes. <laughs> worth two and a half million dollars, by the way. I don't think she gave that one back when they called it off. I mean, really, he has three kids. How much is he going to spend on this ring? Thank you very much. Yeah. Ben was seen at the store known for its famous little blue boxes. Which jewelry store is famous for those little blue boxes? I love getting a little blue box. Tiffany and Company? Yes, is correct, of course. Question number two. Mayim Bialik will be the first Jeopardy guest host since Mike Richards stepped down. He filmed five episodes before quitting. Those will air first. Then Mayim Bialik will host for the next three weeks. She's probably best known for playing Blossom. And then her role as neuroscientist Amy Farah Fowler on which CBS sitcom? Um, um, oh my gosh, I just wait. Big Bang Theory! <laughs> I lost it. You drew that little blank card. I did, there for I a did. I, I'm like, oh, Blossom. I am Blossom. No, no, okay. You already question said that. number three ride sharing service Lyft is partnering up with Oscar Mayer to surprise random riders across the country. When you order up a Lyft XL ride, meaning one of their bigger cars, Oscar Mayer's famous hot dog-shaped vehicle could show up to take you where you need to go. What's the name of that big gold cruiser? Can I say it on the radio? You sure can. The Wiener Mobile. Oh, yes! <laughs> <laughs> that was so fun. <laughs> Absolutely right. Can you imagine the Wiener Mobile pulling up in front Dude, of your house? Have you ever been inside that thing? It's oh, yeah. awesome. It's pretty cool. You can sleep, watch TV. It's really cool. It's very roomy. Yeah. <laughs> well, way to go. Three for three today. Well, you know, that's how I roll. Have you ever been so scared or freaked out that you ran out and bought something right away to make it better or to calm yourself down? To to help deal with whatever that yeah. thing freaked it's i, I consider it like a purchase anxiety like your anxiety purchases or something do you know yeah, what i mean yeah. like it's kind of a panic purchase yeah yeah you're so worried about something that right. you just i mean like 200 300 you go nuts i'll give you like the earliest example that i can remember was when i was a kid and i loved skateboarding but yeah. i never wore pads or a helmet oh, or no. anything like that yeah, yeah, yeah until i had this horrible wipeout on like the worst street ever. It was like a cheese grater. Oh, uh, and my uh, knees were just, yeah. my knees, my hands, yeah. Yeah. my elbows just ruined. Yeah. And so like that afternoon, as I'm sitting there dabbing, you know, <laughs> peroxide most... on it. I don't miss that. Oh, it was stinging. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I called up a company uh, and said, you got to send me some, some pads. Yeah. I spent all this money on pads. I wore them like twice. Yeah. Yeah. And then I didn't wear them ever again. Never. Okay, so what did you panic purchase lately? I know you have a big one. How much money did you spend? That's what I want to know. I, I don't want to know how much money we spent. <laughs> My wife made the purchase Okay. after we saw a guy walking through our backyard. Some random dude, ran, like I have no idea no, who this guy was. thank you. I would move. Put that sign on the front of your house. <laughs> My wife said, that's it. We're getting lights, like motion detectors. We're getting cameras. We're getting the door sensors. We're, we're doing everything. I mean, the problem is, is like, you know, you get the ring system or any of those doorbell ones. Yeah. They're so sensitive. They go off like anytime the wind blows. And <laughs> so then, and then what happens? You end up turning it off. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So that's what we spent the weekend doing was installing this new system, which, which dings every time yeah, I open so, the door. So what Greg's saying is do not go by his house. He will see you. <laughs>
Okay. I've got all the kinds of things to catch you on video that's now. That's right. And traps, human traps. Just so, so you know. Be careful. Yeah, that's right. I panic purchased uh, recently because my husband vaccinated, got the COVID. Yeah, breakthrough case. Yeah, breakthrough case. And of course, of anyone in our house, he would be the one. He just would. I, I know that he would be the one to get it. He knows he would be the one that would get it because he just doesn't think sometimes he'll put his mask on sideways and he's like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so the minute he had that positive test, and it was an at-home test, and I want to say, because some of the women in the Oral Valley Group are like, those aren't accurate. They're accurate. When you get a positive result, they're really accurate. You could go to the doctor and get it you know, double-checked. But but he got the COVID. I ran out, bought like 100 tests, gave them out to everyone I knew, my neighbors, whoever wanted one. Right. Okay. And I kept taking tests, and I bought so many vitamins for me and the kids. Vitamin D, vitamin C, vitamin whatever, you know, iron or whatever we need. What's the one we need? Oh, zinc. Uh, oh, zinc. zinc, yeah. And um, in masks. Yeah. And then I got a helmet. <laughs> with a shield. I mean, I went nuts. I mean, I'm not kidding. The freak out. Yeah. It might have been $250, $300. Oh, my God. I mean, I'm not. And, and ask On me, vitamins and rubber gloves. Ask me how much we've used. <laughs> Don't tell my husband. Do not tell him. You haven't used any of it. Oh, I, I locked mean, him in the door. I locked him upstairs. The tests you used, I know, because you were swabbing your nose every 30 minutes at your place. I was. And yeah. those are about $12 each. It's a two pack, and it's $24 for the two pack. Okay. So I bought. Like you bought a ton packs. of them. Oh yeah. my gosh! I mean, not that many, but do you still have some left? Uh, no, <laughs> I ran out. <laughs> uh. Have you ever done that? Have you ever been so scared or freaked out that you ran out and bought something to make it all better or to calm yourself down, like Mare did with the vitamins that she's not ever going to take? Uh, the kids have used theirs though, because they taste like gummies. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're popping they, them like candy they, now. Yes. <laughs> Anyway, made yourself feel better. Maybe you ended up using that stuff. Maybe you didn't. Uh, tell us about that. Were you ever so scared or freaked out that you ran right out and had to buy something to make it better, to calm yourself down? Mare bought all kinds of vitamins when her husband got the COVID. Uh, you bought all types of cameras when some oh random gosh. stranger walked in your backyard. Well, tell me what you would do in that I, situation. I would be the same. If I were you, I'd go look at that bill because it's going to be a lot and it's worth every penny. I don't want to know how much my wife spent. Just, uh, how about you, Kelly? I, at the beginning of the pandemic, when everybody was like freaking out and panic buying toilet paper and stuff, mm-hmm. I I don't want to say I didn't take it seriously because I absolutely took the pandemic seriously, but I I didn't want to be part of that statistic. And and against my better judgment, I kind of did freak out a little bit because I was like, it's not that I feel like it's not going to be available. It's that I feel like all these stupid, crazy people are going to buy it all and make it unavailable. Like, not that I thought that Cottonelle was going to stop making toilet paper, you know? Like, I just thought all these crazy people were going to buy it all up. And so, yeah, so my boyfriend and I started going around. We actually started going to, like, dollar stores and stuff like that because... Those seem to be kind of lower on people's radar. Yeah. And by a roll at a time. Had more, it wasn't always like the best quality, but it was like, hey, it's better than nothing, you know, or like grass from the backyard or something. It shouldn't come to that. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah. And then, but there's just the two of us in the house. And so it, it's literally like we're still going through toilet paper that we bought oh. like a year ago. Oh my gosh. <laughs> 
So to counteract the crazy people who were buying up all the toilet paper, you just became one of the crazy people. Yeah, you, you are. Who was buying up all and the toilet paper. it's okay, Kelly. We still love you, even though you panic bought all the toilet paper. Oh, I loved watching at the houses that were for sale during that time because they'd show the garage space and there'd be all this toilet paper and paper dolls. Racks. <laughs> In the photos. People yeah. had to go to Costco and buy new shelving to yeah. hold all their toilet paper. Uh, John, you did the same kind of thing. You did a little panic buy. Well, I had a motorcycle all my life growing up to the time I got married the first time. But when I was 17, I was going from Lakeland to Tampa, going to the beach. I had the open face helmet with the aviator sunglasses. Nice. Cool. And I got hit right under the eye, right under the glasses on the cheekbone by a beetle about the size of my thumb that just split that cheekbone open. Oh, no. (laughs) And when I got to Tampa, I found the nearest motorcycle shop and bought a helmet. And back then, helmets were a little over $200 for Uh, an open face helmet. Oh, man. (laughs) I mean, just look yeah. at your windshield the past couple of days. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> that would have been your face. Yeah. <laughs> I know they don't have a helmet law out here in Arizona, but I got to admit, there is no way I would ever dream of getting on a motorcycle without a helmet. Yeah. I don't know why. I mean, listen, my neighbor lost his leg on his motorcycle. Like, yeah. what are you guys doing? A helmet didn't protect him. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Coming up with Greg and Mare in the morning. Not to be insensitive. Is your neighbor okay? He's okay, yeah. but yeah. Probably yeah. should have been in a car. Is that what your point well, is? Well, I just be, be extra safe. <laughs> yeah, You know, sure. motorcycles worry me because sometimes I can't see them while I'm driving. Right. And so, and they're like, you're the worst driver, but no, sometimes I just can't see you. That's why the loud pipes save lives, man. Yeah, yeah. Talking whole enchilada. This is uh, the thing we do every morning about this time, where we just take a bunch of good stories, interesting things, yeah. stuff that's going on in the world, make sure you know about it. Yeah, we go to the TikTok for our adulting and parenting skills. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the world has come to. Uh, you know, now that we're back to school, they say there are a few things you should do to make your life easier, like planning the outfits in advance, preparing lunch in bulk, uh, uh, da, 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 label yeah. your kids' stuff. But this is the ultimate hack that I've never thought of, because I'm always buying my kids' shoes. Yeah. And they're not there. They hate shopping. They make my life miserable shopping, so I just do it myself. Oh, boy. It says trace your child's foot before shoe shopping for them. And that's genius. I never thought to do something like that. Because take, like, that piece of paper with you? Yeah, bring it with you. That when you're, you know, at the Kohl's or wherever you're getting shoes, the outlet mall in Marana, you know, just plop it right on that shoe and see what it looks like. Ah, that's pretty good. Don't you think that's a good one? I mean, any mom who has to return a billion shoes. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Well, yeah, so that you could shop without them, theoretically, yes. right? Yeah. probably cut it out, slide it in the yeah. shoe, see if it fits. Yeah, without the torture. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's really smart. I know. I know. Thank you, TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> it was probably like a I never thought we'd ever hear those words, <laughs> but we'll take it. Uh, I'm going to play you a little snippet here. See if you recognize any of this music. Sound like the Rolling Stones to you? That does. Oh, yeah. How about this one? Oh. All of those grooves. Oh, yeah. Will never sound quite the same with the loss of 
Rolling Stones drummer Charlie Watts, who died yesterday, 80 years old. 80 years old. He'd been playing, I mean, you talk about doing what you love right until the end. He'd been playing with them the whole time since 1963 yeah. when they got together. Yeah, well, what a great life he's lived. Isn't that incredible? You know, yeah. Making it an 80, pretty good. I mean, pretty darn good. As a rock and better, roller? But yeah. I mean, think about that life. 80. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. So, so we, well, we're going to miss him. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know about you and roller coasters or amusement park rides. They freak me out. <laughs> I mean, I have an anxiety attack just getting on them. But there's one. And it goes so fast. 112 miles per hour in less than two seconds where it's been breaking people's bones. Oh. That kind of takes the fun out of going to the amusement park, doesn't it? It does. They say you have to sit exactly the right way, and it's like on Mount Fuji, okay? So it's like a real roller coaster. It's the fastest one in the world. But people are doing it. They know there's a risk of injury. They don't care because they're such huge thrill seekers, which... People are crazy. People are nuts. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> you don't have anything better to be doing with your time? You no, know what I mean? No, no, All right. Uh, and finally, some, some good news to leave you with. Do you want to hear about the pet or the boy or both? Both. All right. Real quickly, the TSA worker at Dulles Airport near D.C. saved a groundhog that ran out on the runway. Oh. It's over 100 degrees, so he was more worried about the heat than anything. He happens to have a background in animal control. So this TSA worker knew what he was doing, released the saved groundhog in a nearby creek. Oh, Very sweet. That is awesome. And then we got to share this one with you. There's a 14-year-old kid in Canada. His name is Anthony. He loves basketball. He spends hours practicing in his driveway every day. So when one of his neighbors knocked on his door, he thought they were angry about the constant dribbling. Yes, yes. (laughs) Uh Turns out they were there to support him. Anthony dribbled in his driveway every day, but he didn't have a hoop. He was out there practicing his basketball (laughs) handling skills with no hoop. So people in the community pooled their money to buy him one. And now he's got his sights set on the NBA because he can practice actually shooting. Why there's so many good people? Isn't that incredible? Don't you? That's some goals there. Life goals. Be like that. And and pay attention to people around you who are doing good things. You can help them along the way. (laughs) I love that stuff. Don't you? (laughs) So good. (laughs) There's banging her head on the microphone. Seven forty now, and it's time for "Am I Wrong?" Got a brand new situation that uh, Helene emailed us about. Here's the deal. By the way, you can email us Greg and Mary at mixfm.com or call if you'd rather go that way. Sometimes that's easier. At seven seven five zero nine four nine. Helene writes, "I heard your story last week about the plumber who damaged the woman's bathroom. That was so bad," she says. But I wanted to ask my own plumbing question. Oh. Here we go. Uh-oh. Oh, no. She says, I had some water damage in my apartment a couple weeks ago, and the plumber who came to fix it is so hot. <laughs> oh. Oh. He had to come back three times to fix the problem, and I flirted with him, but nothing happened. Helene says, now I'm trying to figure out another plumbing problem. So I can have him come back and fix it again, and this time I plan to ask him out. Oh. But then I start worrying if he'll think I'm creepy, she writes. If a guy hit on a woman in this situation, everyone would say he's a creep. That's right. So am I wrong to do this, or is it okay for me to hit on my plumber? That's weird. That's such a guy thing, right? 
I think you need to stalk him on Facebook and see if he's married first. Well, yeah, first things yeah, first. Yeah. Yeah, get married to stalk him. Yeah, yeah, give me his name. <laughs> well, let's assume that he's single. I'll tell you how much he paid for his house. Okay. <laughs> I know. <laughs> You're, you are pretty good yeah. at that. Uh-huh. Uh, let's assume that he's single, though. Is it is it creepy for her to, like, invent a reason what? to call the plumber back to her house so that she can flirt with him some more and maybe ask him out? I don't know. That's a little weird, too. I think. I don't know. My thing is it's only creepy if he's not into it. If he's into it, no big deal. I'm right? so glad I'm not single anymore. Oh, my I God. hear this, and it tortures me. But yeah. Uh-huh. The things people have to go to, right? I remember being in college, and there was this really cute bank teller. Yeah. And so I would try and go back to the bank and hope that she was going to be there. She was never there. I like You're I met her once. Chick. Oh, I know. Uh-huh. <laughs> never happened again. Oh. But that was my little creeper moment, right? Yeah, that was, was creepy. like, oh, I know where she works. I'll go that hang is out there. So creepy. <laughs> Helene is being a little creepy. She wants us to tell her that it's okay. Or is it wrong to create that plumbing problem to lure the hot plumber back to her apartment so she can hit on him again? Or not creepy at all. What do you think? Seven seven five zero nine four nine. Helene gave us a situation where she had a, a plumbing problem. This is weird. Two plumbing problems back to back. We had yeah. one last week too. You did. Totally different yeah. story. Yeah, yeah. Um, but she said the plumber is so hot <laughs> <laughs> that she wants to invent another plumbing problem so she can get the guy back to is her apartment and you, flirt with him some more. Is this why you never call the plumber, Greg? <laughs> they're so attractive. <laughs> Yes, I'm worried that they're going to hit on my wife. That's, that's what I'm concerned. So she wants him to come back. She wants to fake out a problem. Right. So this hot plumber will come back. That's what she says. And she's going to actually ask him out. That's what I she says. That takes nerve. But you know? she did that's also fun. say uh-huh. that she doesn't want to be a creeper. Yeah. And if a guy was doing this, inventing a reason to get a woman into his apartment, that would be pretty creepy. It would, unless he's like, you know... Well, yeah, if he's inventing the problem. Don't but, you think? Yeah, right? but if he was asking her out, I don't think that's so creepy if they're both single. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe. Seven seven five zero nine four nine. Julie, is is she being creepy? Should she ask him out? Um, it is creepy and it is wrong because she should not fabricate a story that's just it's lying and you don't lie. Yeah, you don't all. want to start on a lie. Well, that's, that's a good, a good point. point, right? Yeah. yeah. And then um, if he was interested and she was flirting, he would have responded back. Now, now, see, I'm going to disagree with you on that one, uh, Julie, just because guys are stupid. You kind of have to hit us over the head when you're flirting with us. I'll agree with that. (laughs) (laughs) Mara agrees when I say guys are stupid. Did you notice that? Yeah. You know, and it might be that he was married. You know, not everybody wears a wedding ring. I don't wear one, and I'll be married 31 years in November, so. Now, why don't you wear a ring? Because I hate jewelry. I just can't stand it. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, so. we got to get you a T-shirt or something that says I'm married. So people quit flirting <laughs> with you. Seriously. Although you bring up a great point because some like dirty jobs, especially. Yeah. It's best not to wear a. Yeah. You don't want to ruin your wedding ring. Yeah, right. it all cut up while you're cutting the pipe. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh-uh. Seven, seven, five, zero, nine, four, nine. Okay. So Julie says, don't do it. What do you think? No. I think she should just call him and ask him out on the phone. That way, when he's there and she gets rejected, then it's not a bad thing. And yeah. then she's not making up stories. Yeah, then it's not so creepy. Right. 
That's actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a good right. idea, actually. Yeah, and it's I, not so awkward if he's married or he's gay or something different. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, sounds yeah. like you have experience in this. <laughs> I just think it'd be smarter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's a good approach. Thanks very much. All right. Bye. Have a good night. Have a good day. Yeah, you too. Yeah, we'll start the morning here. Yeah, yeah. Um, the plumber coming to your house. But here's the problem with calling him. If it's been a couple weeks or something since he's been there, is he going to remember who you were? Well. So here you are flirting with the guy on the phone. He's like, I don't even know who this is. Well, maybe he will. Maybe he will. If you think you have a connection. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Not sure what you want to do, Helene. I guess maybe you go for it. Or, I I mean, you could always try calling him first. It's true. And if he doesn't remember, you could say, well, let's meet for coffee. If you're happy, great. If you're not, whatever. Yeah. Uh, you can send us your Am I Wrong situation to Greg and Mare at MixFM.com. Let's put it out there. It's Tucson. It's hard to meet somebody. So you know what? If you have the nerve to do it, do it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sting's upsetting the Italians. Why? Have you heard this story? No. 94.9 Mix FM with Greg and Mare in the morning. The situation is he and his wife bought this uh, winery yes. in Tuscany like back in the early 2000s. They went to this place. They were, they were touring it, and the guy who owned it poured them a glass of Chianti, and it was so good. Sting and his wife, Trudy, they were like, we want to buy this vineyard right now. Yeah. And they yeah. wrote him a check, and he's like, okay. <laughs> Turns out, according to Sting, that the wine he poured was not from... Ah! The vineyard, so they bought Sucker. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now the guy, just like grandkid or his son or something, is like, hey, you, you're you drudging my father, my grandfather's name through the mud saying he swindled you, and that's not right. <laughs> oh. So they're going back and forth. Yeah. But rich people problems. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> Hopefully we'll all have them. Oh, wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> it's uh, 94.9 uh, Mix FM where we're working on 10 After Trivia today, and the question is... It's uh, much more likely to happen to you in the kitchen than any other room in the house. What do you suppose it is? Besides cooking, you know. Is it a wedding proposal? A wedding proposal? That's very sweet. But that's not the answer. Thank you. It's Greg and Mary. What's your guess? Spilling something. Dropping things, spilling things. Dropped my water yesterday, my whole big 40-ounce. At least it was water. Ice everywhere. Yep. But that's not the answer we're looking for. Okay. Thanks. 94.9 Mix FM. What's your guess? Fire? Fire happens (laughs) more in the kitchen. All the time. I'm sure that's true, Uh but it's not the answer we need today. All righty. Thank you. Hi there. It's Greg and Mary. We said it's more likely to happen in the kitchen than in any other room. What is it? Um, I think it is that you cut yourself. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Seriously. Invest in a bagel cutter, like the slicer. You know what I mean? <laughs> no. Just use a knife, put it right there in the palm of your hand, and slice back and well, forth. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Has a big cut on the center of their palm. Well, you know, you got to build up some calluses. <laughs> uh, anyway, good guess, but not the answer today. Okay. Scar tissue, Mare. That's what that is. <laughs> oh, well, I think I know the answer. It's a lot of inner self-dialogue and self-reflection, self-therapy. As you go to the fridge, you open it, and you think, why am I opening the fridge? Uh Uh-oh. 
what am I not dealing with That's in a, my oh. life right now? <laughs> okay, let me close it. Am I really wow. hungry or okay. am I emotionally hungry? Thank you, Mel Robbins, okay. but that's not the answer. It's not it, no. huh? Okay. <laughs> what's, what's your guess? Sneezing. Sneezing. Oh, sne- <laughs> yeah, a lot of those foods make you sneeze. All that pepper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fun guess, but not the right not one. Not the right one. So sorry to say it, but we're out of time. So we'll give you the answer. We said it's more likely to happen in the kitchen than any other room. What is it? Arguments. Oh. Arguments happen in the kitchen a lot. All the time. All the time. Every day. (laughs) Put those snacks away. What are you doing? If it's not with the kids, it's with the husband. If it's not with the husband, it's with the dogs who are going through the garbage. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Nonstop. Trying to eat the food off the table. We didn't get a winner. Greg, 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 and Mayor, and Mayor. Good morning. Mornings on 94.9 Mix FM.